elbows and knees. She tried to put her weight back on her feet, but toppled back onto her side. She tried again. Determination trumped pain, and she forced herself upright. This time, she bent forward to keep her balance, then pushed down through her legs to stand. Giddiness greeted her on the way up. It met the fog layer clogging her brain and robbed her of her balance. She didn't realize she was falling until she crashed back onto the floor. Whatever drug she'd been given had robbed her of her dexterity. You think you can stop me, you son of a bitch, she murmured. Not a chance. She clung to her bravado. Misplaced or unrealistic, it didn't matter. It kept fear at arm's length. She rolled back onto all fours and inched along worm-like on her knees and forearms while she listened to Holly's moans and whimpers filtering through the walls. Poor Holly. She had the unfortunate bad luck of being chosen first. Things easily could have gone the other way. The thought forced a shiver out of Zoe, despite the hot and muggy atmosphere inside the shed. The sound of her friend's pain drove her on. She crept forward more quickly but she couldn't stop the tears. Enjoy your fun while it lasts, you sick son of a bitch, she murmured as tears streaked her face. She reached the closest toolbox and hauled herself up onto her knees, then leaned against the nearby crates. She had to be quiet, no more loud noises. If she could hear Holly's cries, then they could hear her. Using both hands, she turned the box to face her. It was heavy. She took that as a good sign. A heavy toolbox was a well-equipped toolbox. She lifted the lid. Screwdrivers, wrenches, and a couple of pliers filled the top tray. She lifted the tray out and found her prize, a box cutter. She snatched it up and clutched it to her chest. Thank you, God. She dropped onto her butt and pulled her legs up to her chin. A sting of pain burned her left hip where the tops of her thighs touched her lower belly. She uncurled herself to find a wound. It was a knife cut. Blood still seeped from the incision. As she examined it, she realized it wasn't a random injury, but a marking. Two letters had been sliced into her, I and V. The son of a bitch had branded her. The thought brought bile to the back of her throat. She pulled her legs back up to her chin to hide the mutilation and parted her knees to give herself easier access to her ankles. Her feet tingled from the movement. She extended the box cutter's blade and worked it across the thick plastic of the cable tie. The blade was dull and the plastic tough. Progress was slow, but steel was gradually winning. Each fast, efficient stroke ate into her restraints. An intense shriek from Holly jolted Zoe, and the box cutter sliced deep into her ankle bone. The pain was sudden and intense. She bit back the flood of agony to keep in a cry. She ignored the thick bead of crimson trickling down her ankle and kept sawing away. Finally, the cable tie broke. The rapid flood of blood to her feet was both painful and fantastic. She closed her eyes for a moment to take in the exquisite relief. Her feet might have been free, but she wasn't halfway home. Trying to cut the other restraint while it was still around her wrists was a much bigger proposition. She turned the box cutter on herself and tried to work the blade back and forth with her hands. She managed to get a sawing rhythm going 
but her movements were so small that she'd be there forever at the rate she was going. She needed something else. She ransacked the toolbox for anything that might help. She tried the pair of pliers, but her hands were so confined she couldn't work them. She spotted a rusted old saw with a wooden handle hanging on the wall. The serrated blade was at least 18 inches long, a real carpenter's tool, and a real escape tool for her. She grabbed it and dropped to the floor with it. She turned the saw blade side up, braced the handle against her groin, and clamped the other end between her feet. Instead of working the blade across the cable tie as she had with the one around her feet, this time she worked her bound wrists along the blade. The large, serrated teeth made cutting through the plastic difficult. The cable tie bounced across the wide gap between the teeth, but each tooth snagged and chewed the restraint. After a few minutes of progress, the bond finally snapped.